0: You're listening to Freud's Angels, where we talk about where the science of the mind meets the spirit of the heart.
1: Each week, we'll discuss ways to create awareness of yourself and your reaction to the world around you today, as well as healing events of the past. I'll be bringing in both traditional and non-traditional psychology concepts, and I'll be bringing the healing through the lens of our heart and how to heal what we discover. Creating a powerful connection between what our heart needs and what our mind thinks we want. Now, we're your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Vanessa. Now, let's get into the show.
0: Welcome, angels.
1: Um, I don't even know what episode we're on. So, hey, welcome.
0: 68.
1: Vanessa. (laughs) I got my handy dandy notebook that I write everything in so that I can
0: remember thank god somebody writes it down because i don't know i don't know until i go to mix these because then i'm just like oh yeah okay 68 we're that's the next one all right we're good yeah so you know i love how our other podcast our body series has kind of sometimes gives us bigger topics to talk about on our regular series um and how it kind of gives us those moments where we're like oh that would be a good topic uh, just in in for everybody because um it's it's a lot about um you know these things these bigger things feed into all facets of our healing and um so today what subject are we bringing to the table today vanessa
1: Today, we're going to talk about our toxic structure, um, which is going to be interesting because <laughs> for this girl over here, it's structure, you would imagine, not my favorite thing in the entire world. However, uh, I understand that it, it belongs sometimes, but we can always overdo it. We can always be putting structure where it it. Is, is being put for the wrong place or for the wrong reason. I mean, I, I think uh, I love this. I love this topic. And I remember it's funny because I was like, where did this come up, come from? And as soon as you started talking, it hit me, you know, about what we were talking about in the body series and just kind of like how we create and sometimes accidentally, you know, like sometimes it's just a comfort rhythm that we create, but it becomes our structure and it doesn't serve us very well in a long-term. And until we, take a look at them, we'll just continue to play out stuff that's holding us back and holding us down and making us feel shitty about ourselves, you know, until we blow it apart and be able to say, nope, okay, that might've served then, you know, or that was maybe put in place out of trauma or, you know, whatever need, but it doesn't work here anymore. And so I really want to change it. Um, So I love this because I think there's, again, being who I am, there are many structures that I could do without (laughs) both systematically and personally, but the structure of money. Yeah. The structure of money, the structure of capitalism, the structure, like (laughs) I have, I have very big, dreams and wants when it comes to blowing up the structures um that exist in our society today to make way for just like some better ones some ones that have flexibility and 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 the idea of flexible structure doesn't even make sense right oxymoron but man is it a good thing
0: yeah and it's a true thing because you know i create for me my personal i'm a i'm a lover of structure I'm a lover of routines because for my trauma response, I need to know what's going to happen next. What's expected of me. What do I expect to happen? And because of this, or because of that, like, and I'll give you the example I used in the body series. Like I ate the same thing for breakfast every day. I knew that I had exactly seven minutes to cook this thing. So I wake up exactly seven minutes before I have to be at work and to sign in. And so I, I create this meal every day and I create the same meal every day. And it's a good structure to have, um, especially if you're a person who is counting your macros or you're doing something that you need to control. Maybe you're, you're, you're trying to get your blood sugars lowered and, you know, and you're trying to make sure you eat healthy things. And sometimes healthy things are structured. You're like, These are the top 10 things I can eat, you know, if I'm yeah. hungry, you know, on, on any given day. For me, it was just about knowing what was expected of me. When I wake up, I am not a morning person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay. But then I got to the point where I started to resent it because that's all I was eating every morning and it wasn't very like creative. And so in rebellion, I would order out, I'd order takeout for lunch because I was like, fuck that. I eat the same thing for lunch too. Um, (laughs) So it became, it also became toxic because I also started to resent, you know, just the idea of what I was eating, like, you know, whether it was healthy or not, it was the same thing, yeah. same caloric intake, you know, I could count on. And yeah. I just, and I just, so I would like get, eat other things for breakfast. Like I would get like, if I had brownies or cakes or something sweet or cinnamon rolls or something that was yeah. beyond that, that scope of what I was making, because I just wanted something different, but I wouldn't allow it for myself. Yeah it wasn't until I, you know, on the body series working in my process and I decided, okay, fine. You know what? I, I, you have to make breakfast because that's something that we have to do. Cause my brain doesn't usually function. And if I didn't coffee, I'm like, I have a hard crash and I don't want the crash. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, what do you I ask my body? What do you want for breakfast? sometimes lately it's been like a bagel with cream cheese and an egg and I'm like okay I can do that <laughs> yeah. it took just as much time as it did to the, the breakfast sandwich I was making myself every day you know yeah. and you know it, it took just as much time if not less I mean so it wasn't like and I was like oh and it wasn't until then in the freedom of asking myself what do I want to eat that it gave me the freedom of realizing that, oh, my morning routine, that structure, part of that structure had started to become toxic because I resented the fact that I made myself eat the same thing every fucking day.
1: Yeah, right. And made yourself, right? Like there's that difference. If it's a thing that you love, like we have salad with dinner almost every night because we love it. It's not a forceful thing. And if we don't want it that day, we don't have it that day, you know? And that difference being that, like, if you freaking loved that breakfast and you woke up being like, oh, I can't wait to have that. Great. You know, like, like that's that kind of, but it does, I don't even know. Like, so t- does that even count as structure though? Like when you do that, cause it feels unstructured, right? Like it feels like you went on a whim, <laughs> versus something that quote unquote makes sense <laughs> but it didn't you know it really is just kind of like the structure being I get up and wake breakfast and make breakfast versus the thing you know like the, the the thing that you eat for breakfast being part of the structured idea
0: yeah well it was like it, it was like controlling it all down to what I was eating it was like that when c- control goes rogue it's like <laughs> You know when I'm like, and, and my body was like, I don't want to eat this anymore. Tired sausage sandwiches, even though they're from scratch. I'm tired. I want to eat something different. Can I have a waffle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I and you know, and it was like, and just allowing myself through that, I still had structure in that I make breakfast because that's just part of you know a routine. But it's 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 just what I do, but. Yeah in the choices that I'm allowed to make became flexible in that. So it went from being toxic because I was allowing myself choice. I was, I was was rebelling in other ways and creating worse decisions for myself because I was angry at the structure Mm -hmm. to allowing myself to choose what that structure was.
1: Yeah.
0: And what that was that I made for breakfast and allowing it to give me, and sometimes it's a bowl of cereal, Sometimes it's a banana. Sometimes it's just a green juice in the morning. And then I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm, sometimes I'm not ready to eat in the morning. And I'm like, why are you forcing yourself to eat when your body's like, no, you know, you've had a hard night or maybe you have an upset stomach and you're just like, food is not the answer right now, but I know, you know, so, and having like the green juices is like, oh yeah, that, that it, it, it gives me the 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 kind of the sugars to make my brain work you know the the carbohydrates to make me functional but at the same time it gives me the um you know the ability to be gentle with my stomach and not so like here's a bunch of food you don't want it's like you, just, you know you're you're sick to your stomach and you're not feeling great and, you know but here's some food it's like yeah ugh.
1: yeah yeah. It's funny. I, I, I mean, I've always kind of been a little eh, about this, this kind of stuff anyway, but having a kid really made me look at that whole thing. Cause I was like, I want her to have a good relationship with food. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's not that I have a terrible relationship with food. I will say that I feel very lucky, but I had some stuff that I had to deal with. You know, the clean plate club is not a good <laughs> like that's not a good club to be in because it makes you overeat you know and and that's something I didn't want to pass down but children when they're very young eat when they're hungry they ask for food when they're hungry and they eat small amounts throughout the day they they graze you know and yeah when you try like if you've tried to sit a two-year-old down and be like this is your breakfast and it's all you're gonna have until lunchtime like like, you know, that that's not going to happen, but like, so now my daughter's almost six and she's still the same way. She doesn't want to have big, giant breakfast, big, giant lunch, big, giant dinner. She wants to graze. And then we have dinner together, you know, and she, it may mean that she eats once an hour, a snack, but she's never overfilling her stomach she's doing it literally by listening to her body. And it was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, just watching it over the years, I've been like, that's a man-made thing. You know, the whole, like, you have to do this at this time. You have to do this at this time. Like, Oh, what has that done to my own body? You know, like, and so I started doing that, listening to my body, and I don't eat breakfast unless I want breakfast. And then I eat breakfast, and it's, and, and, but it's very, very rare that I eat anything before 11. I'm just not ready. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, or if I just want a snack and then eat a dinner at dinner time and then have a little bit of a heavier snack before bed, which is supposedly a no no. For me, it's fine. For me, it works. So it's like I listen to my body, though.
0: Yeah.
1: We, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That structure is like not innate. We create it. Yeah. And it's so wild. Like I said, it was so wild to look and be like, she's not doing it wrong. I am. (laughs) Like she's tiny. Like she's doing intuitive life right now. Huh? Interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and most of the times. If you can structure your, you know, if you introduce your kids to love of healthy, like healthy eating and not, you know, Mm. eating things that are not, you know, horrible, like they'll choose it. They'll choose, hey, I want an apple or I want a banana or I want celery or I want carrots. And, you know, it's
1: absolutely,
0: you know, yeah, of course, we all want ice cream sometime, but, Mm. you know, that's. We'll and I it. allow
1: her to have it. I mean, the thing about it, like, the, of 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 that whole thing, is like you, like you said, like but you, you know, you just kind of look at it really and be like, okay, I can have all of these things. I just need to like get that into my head that it's okay and stop the shaming of it and start the healthy, like you know, just really be having a healthier mindset of everything. You know, if it's, Absolutely. if it's. 10 30 in the morning and my child has had breakfast which is usually a pancake and some strawberries because she loves strawberries and she asked me for ice cream i give her like a scoop of ice cream like and i don't feel weird about it because i'm like it's cream and sugar if you had a bowl of cereal it would be the same thing with some carbs in it like it's okay and it and and it creates that thing in our head that there's no lack of ice cream there's no time for ice cream there's no like we don't need to obsess about ice cream right. cuz it's always right. going to be there and it's always you know you don't need to like create that like thing that makes us overeat right like so if i wait until the end of the day i'm probably going to eat a lot of it cuz i've been thinking about it all day yeah right <laughs> True story. <laughs> Whereas if I just give myself a scoop at 1030, I'm done. I tasted it. It's like, you know, all good, but it takes a long time to change those things. It takes a long time to stop our overeating because it's innate in us from the, that programming that we've, that, that lack in that oh god it's just there's so much <laughs> there's so much here and we've only been talking about food <laughs> i know structures oh, I'm saying. that exists in our lives there's so freaking many of them
0: <laughs> so vanessa what's the other structures that can sometimes go toxic if we get too rigid yeah well work
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna you know here 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 i come <laughs> with my free everybody from everything concept, but work, you know, we know this work can become a very, very toxic structure in our lives. Um, Society wise, it's already there and it's very hard to break free from it. It's very hard to break against it. Um, We have very little choice. A lot of us when, you know, when you're working for a company or something like that, but man, do we get into like real, real bad structural this is how it's supposed to be done. This is how I should exist in the world, in the work world. Um, I don't belong A, B, and C. I belong at D. Like it's so many things. You have to work between these hours. You have to work for people. You have to, I mean, there's so many things that we do that, that don't serve every single one of us that, um, you know, really, if we can break free from it, we get a better life. You know, like I remember when you were like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to manifest a job where I can work from home because that will change my structure enough that I can feel freer that I can, that I can exist in my space, you know, and do things my way to an extent that makes me happier. And you did it and it's true, you know, like, like it literally is true that you're like, it is nice to get up and roll out of bed and do some work stuff. And then, you know, be able to change the structure of my day to fit me versus having to fit me into the structure that somebody else has created. Right.
0: Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, if we, if you could imagine, so let's imagine, let's play pretend, let's go to pretend land. Like if we could like get up when we were, you know, in the morning, nine o'clock, say eight, nine o'clock, and we would go to, we would work and we would work till 11, say 11, and we could take a break for three hours and just play with our kids. Or we could go, you know, have a nice lunch or maybe you know, take a moment for ourselves, like go for a walk or go, you know, and then go back to work for, I don't know, let's say three hours and then be done with our day. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? Like they have
1: to do that in some other countries.
0: I mean, like, Damn them. I know, well, <laughs> it's true in that the less hours people work, the more efficient they are. Absolutely. Because When I had, and it's funny because when I had surgery, I went back to work, like, I think I went back to work starting at four to six hours a day. And then I went to six to eight hours a day. And then I went to eight to 10 hours because I worked four tens at that time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I did more work in the four to six hour range for four days a week than I did in the eight to 10. Like I performed better in the four to six hours than I did in the eight to 10, because I knew I had limited amount of time. I knew I had to be very focused and I was focused and I did my job, whereas eight to 10 hours, you're like, I have all day. I can do this tomorrow. Like, sure. You know, not that I was ever like that, but I think just knowing that I had four to six hours a day to do my job mm-hmm. caused me to be more efficient. It yeah. caused me to have better time management and I'm just like, if I could convince my company to give us Fridays off and just work like four eights or four, say nines, you know, and I think we would get more done than we
1: realize, you know? Yeah. Well, I th- I mean, a hundred percent true that when we have, we know this about ourselves outside of work very easily that when we're well rested, we're better at stuff, right? Like if you if you play any kind of sport, you can't play it right if you're mentally, physically exhausted, right? You can't get in the game. You can't whatever. Like we we're very we can understand that. I can't play with the kids because I'm tired. I'm so tired. I can't even do this. I can't draw. I can't, whatever it is, we can't for some reason we don't remember. And when I say we, I mean the people who own the companies as well, um, mm-hmm. that people who are tired, make mistakes. People yeah. who are tired have a hard time motivating to do stuff. They do things much more slowly. <laughs> and guess what? Everybody who works 40 hours a week is freaking tired <laughs> because that's a lot of hours really and truly now that I don't work 40 hours the idea of working 40 hours exhausts me to think about, but I do much better work because I don't work 40 hours. Yeah. I can't, um, I can't remember what it's like to see eight clients in a day. That's too many. I Like, this is why we have burnt out counselors. This is why we have people who are very ineffective as counselors. They're burned the fuck out because eight different people a day with different needs are coming in with their energy, with their needs, with their heaviness every day. <laughs> you cannot sustain mentally okay. that. So before you know it, you become robotic. You start handing out worksheets. You stop engaging the way that, you're, that you came into that field to engage in because the structure of that company, the structure of whatever they believe is most effective for financials doesn't take into account that if you are very very good at your job you're gonna get you're not ever gonna have to worry about people coming in right if you're the best company in the area with the best whatever it is people are coming you don't have to worry about it and you're gonna be the best if you have employees that are happy and healthy well
0: weren't we just talking about earlier today about how like my company has unlimited PTO because we're a mental health company and we understand the need for time off. So Mm -hmm. we have unlimited PTO. What did it do? It created the opposite effect of what everybody thinks it would do. You think that unlimited PTO, everybody would be on vacation all the time. No, none of us take vacation. All of us show up to the point where we're a little burnt out by the time we realize we need a vacation. So,
1: yeah.
0: So it's like, it's like, The structure of you only get 40 hours of PTO. you only get, you know, you only get one week or two weeks a year and stuff like that, that structure is broken because the people that truly are going to do their work are going to be like, it's going to cause in them the the effect of not wanting to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, take advantage of the situation. So, and they're also there, if there are good people, then they're going to work and not realize, oh, but you know,
1: it's right. And to me, like what, what easier way to point somebody to your EAP is if they're taking a bunch of PTO, like that is a good chance for you to be like, are you okay? Like, (laughs) let us take care of you. Let you know, here's the resources. If you're having like that much difficulty being here, what can we do? you know like it's it would it would go miles and miles for the workforce if that was something that was more common absolutely i mean we're see we're kind of seeing it now with the pandemic forcing a lot of work from home situations so many companies are like how are you more effective like because i'm comfortable because i'm in my space because i can take a 10 minute break without worrying about somebody telling on me for taking a 10 minute break but i really needed the 10 minute break so that i could do good work you know there's so many different things about that i the pandemic sucks but of it came so many good like structural changes like that of being able to do that and plus hey companies are like ooh less overhead like we may not have to have such big buildings <laughs> Which means we don't have to pay for them. (laughs) Lower overhead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like more money for everybody or more incentive or whatever. You can funnel that money back into your employees, you know, and make them even happier if you're a good job, a good company. (laughs) And not,
0: and I think too, is that, you know, we, we, we have to step into the idea of Uh, it's just when we're more comfortable and we're working from home yes there are some people that don't have the discipline to work from home I used to be like that a long time ago when Mm -hmm. I did work from home I didn't have the discipline at that time to really focus on my work and get it done but when we went home for quarantine shit I tell you what I they were like oh my god you finished all yeah and they're like yeah like because I'm comfortable and because of the fact that my lunch break my half an hour lunch break that I take, I go take a nap.
1: Yeah.
0: I rest so that my last half of my day is as functional as the first half. Whereas when I'm at work after lunch, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I'm going through the motions of just getting it done. And, and, but when I can rest, take that, you know, 20 minute power nap, I am like, bing, and I am like, let's yeah. go. Like Yeah, I feel good. And I could, and having that bandwidth to say, for example, I'm not feeling well today. So yeah. therefore my start time of eight o'clock, I'll, I'm going to pick up at eight 30. I'm going to give myself an extra half hour of rest. You know, yeah. I have a chronic illness. It mm-hmm. was the, it was the game changer for me because mm-hmm. I could say, you know what, I'm going to rest until eight I'll sign on. I'll work an extra half an hour at the end of my time. Mm-hmm. And because I'm at home,
1: that's easy. Yep. It doesn't mess up your commute. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it really is so amazing. And you're right. Not everybody has that, that, that ability to do that, which is fine. You know, like, again, like it's, it's everybody the, the idea of having choice matters, you know, and the idea of what, uh, you know, the individuality, what makes you the best worker? Yeah. I want you to be the best worker you know, and, and getting down to that level, we just, you know, we have a long way to go. Capitalism is, capitalism isn't all bad. I well, I mean, I love money, obviously. I enjoy meritocracy when it goes on, right? You know, like, sure. Like, cause I feel that way. Like, I feel like giving to somebody more if I feel like, you know, they've achieved something that is great. Like, I like that. But you know, there's so many things about it that that take away from us as human beings, and we're the only ones that are going to change it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like we can't, you can't count on dude at the top being like, I would definitely like to shake up this structure and possibly lose money, you know, because that's their thought process. That's their fear. That's their lack based thinking. You know, we have to be the ones to do that to be requesting the time off to be using the time off to be having boundaries that when you take your time off you are not going to answer the phone and just a, we we have to reteach the structure that works best as human beings because none of this then to go back to you know ancient times none of this existed this was all put into place capitalistically you know, that the workday is this hours of the day and that you do the lunch hour and that you punch in, punch out and commute and all that kind of stuff. We used to just get up with the sun or before the sun, depending on what it was that your job was on this earth. (laughs) And then you went and did your job and then you came home and rested, right? Like if you were a farmer and you got up and you did the crop shit in the morning, you came home and you slept or sat on your fucking porch for hours. (laughs) Or did, you know, did whatever, you know, whatever you had to do because it was based on your job and the needs of the job. You know, if you were a hunter-gatherer, you went out during the daylight hours. Or, I mean, I'm assuming there's some night hunting that happens. I don't really know because I'm not a hunter, but you know, it was just kind of that. It was just literally need based. And now we've got, you know, it's it's gotten out of control, very much out of control. But again, like we're the ones that we're the system we just don't see us as the system. We see the system as something overbearing us, but like the system can't survive without us. (laughs) Yep.
0: Well, and if you think about it, the 40 hour work week was, was a relief in the times of all the employment laws that went in and went from like 60 to 80 hours work weeks to like, you know, to 40, like it was, it was a cap because of being exploited as a worker. So it's like, so there's a way, I mean, I think if we challenge that's, I don't, I don't want to say challenge the system, but we, oh. I'm like,
1: yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, yeah. Most of us don't have the energy to challenge the system. We've worked 40 hours. That was enough. Know,
1: that's true. That is true. I didn't have it. I had nothing in me when I was just too tired.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but if, if you kind of challenge your way of thinking around structure and around the things that you do in life and you think you know, say you're, say you are a 40 hour worker week and you work in the office and you're just like, I'm just not okay. Oh, the fire trucks are going by. Um, and they're, you know, and you're just, you're like, Oh, this doesn't really work for me. Go to pretend land and see like, What would it look like if you worked from home? Is it something you want to do? Do you want to work part-time from home, full-time from home? Do you want a different job? Is Mm -hmm. it that you just want a job that's easy to do and get done in your day and then go on about your life? Mm -hmm. Do you want to create work at a job that is akin to your own passionate work that you do? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you have a side gig and, you know, maybe working from home will give you more bandwidth to work that side gig
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) in a sense of not having to commute, not having. So, you know, it's also about our belief systems around work, around the structures that we have, you know, that's another facet of it. Um, We were just talking about this earlier. Like for me, my belief system was so much like I had to work so hard to be successful. Like I had to be exhausted every day to feel like I did a good job. And, you know, with Mercury retrograde, bless its little soul, I'm finding that, you know, (laughs) I'm coming, like I'm experiencing some burnout and I'm not even working overtime. So the burnout that I felt in my previous job wasn't necessarily because of the overtime. It helped, but it was because I was not allowing time for myself. I was not taking time off. At the time, I couldn't. I had no time off to take. But for me, now that I have this wonderful benefit of, of PTO, of unlimited PTO, I am able to say, I need a week off. Or saying, okay, you know what? I need to structure at least one Friday off a month. Like having that as the structure. Maybe every quarter I take a long weekend or like a four day weekend or I, you know, I need to take, I need to look at time off and create within the structure of my work, create that mini structure of time off so that I don't get burnt out. And then I have the bandwidth for Mm -hmm. other
1: things. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, that's even what I, when I started my practice, I said to myself, you're not going to see eight people a day. Like how do you structure your business so that you can survive without seeing eight clients a day. Like you did not break free from this to go ahead and do it again. (laughs) First of all, like what time do you want to get up? I mean, I really did. I sat down and I said, I went to pretend land and said, what is your ideal? And then I went from there, you know, and some of it isn't always ideal, but a lot of it is because it was like based on me and what, 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 how am I going to do my best work? And how is the structure going to work for me? versus burn me out because I didn't again like I didn't do this I did this for the freedom I did this for the the happiness I did this for the the creation of joy you know within everything and so that means that there's a there's a cutoff time of when I'll start and I don't start before then I won't because I know in the morning that's not like you're going to get not me. As a, in a good place. Like yeah. you're, you're going to get something else. The end of the day, same thing. Like I, you know, I really had to do that. Now I know that some people listening are like, okay, so what about for the rest of us that either can't work for themselves or can't work for this really nice mental health company <laughs> that actually understands. I get you. I know I've been there. I've been there. Choice. We have choice and that's the part that people don't like to hear that's going to be I think that's a whole other podcast of when we're not making choices and calling it like I have no choice (laughs) and it's literally you're just not we all have choice it's just we don't like the choices sometimes that we have to make in order to change or change our lives you know it's it's scary
0: It's it's not it's scary. It's 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 a huge leap of faith. It's a huge you know. You think that we have a lot of belief systems we have to challenge. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'm I still struggle with the belief system that I can do my psychic work, my my healing work, like that. I can do that as a living. Like I still, yeah. that's I'm still challenged with that. I'm still working that out, and mm-hmm. so I get it. And it's hard. It's not easy, but sometimes you have to commit to a certain level of it before the universe will see that you're signed on. Right. And right. when I chose the job that I chose when I man, cause I did, I manifested this position because I wanted to work from home full time. I didn't want to go into an office. I wanted to do something that I, I, that I, I wanted to campaign for something that I felt true and I felt it was needed. And that was something in the mental health industry um, and I, I knew what I wanted and I, I manifested it, but it helps that I'm, I, their passion and helping others is akin to my own passion and helping others. Right. That's why I work well for them is because their mission is very similar to my own personal mission in life. And sure. so it's another facet of being able to do it when I, with benefits, With paid time off, with the ability to, you know, and to be salary, not have to work overtime. Yeah. That was the one thing I was like, I don't ever want to work overtime again, ever, ever. Because I am such an overtime queen that you, I, if I smell it and it's there, I will do it. It's like, (laughs) I am, it is a pure addiction for me because I'm like, I could get more work done and get paid. But yeah,
1: but I can't, I won't. So I won't do over time Mm -hmm. but yeah well the the financial structure yeah like so that's part of it right like so i mean work work structure and financial structure go hand in hand i always tell people you know and then this is the truth some people will deny it but i'm like i just don't believe that 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 it's it's true for the high percentage of people um most of us live at our means And if our means becomes bigger, we live bigger, you know, like it's, it's very, it's not very often that the goal is to live below our means because it feels like deprivation. It feels like, well, I work so hard. I should be able to blank. And it puts us in a really bad place for then being stuck in the cycle of having to work so much right? Like, so that, that's the other part of it is like, I still drive my 2008 (laughs) minivan that let me knock on wood. I hope she doesn't die because I don't want to have a payment. That was part of buying her was that eventually like the payments will stop sooner and I'll have a lower overhead so that I'll have the space to jump. I will have the financial space to jump and I will not be tied in or locked in because i spent money i don't have or i spent or now i i'm i'm locked into something that i have to create you know from lots of hours or whatever you know whatever the. for me it might be different than from somebody else but that's part of it if you're unhappy with work structure, look at your whole life, look at how work has created your entire life and how you, how, how you've created a web for yourself and see how that can change in all different ways, you know, like car payments. And I mean, mortgage payments are different, but you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of different ways to move stuff around just that little bit that gives you that little bit of space so that you can start adding in right? Like when you talk about a side biz, right? Like if you're somebody who really loves like, and I always use woodworking because I mean, I love woodworking, but really loves that. And you always say, I don't have time to do it. I don't, when would I have time to do it? I can't just quit my job and start a business. If you move some of these things around, if you change your structure a little bit and you give yourself a couple hours on a weekend and you start doing it from the joy that you have from it, you're not depending on it. It's extra money if it's money at all, but it starts the passion and the passion is where we need to go. We don't need to go simply just for the money. That's how we get in these traps. (laughs) That's how we trap ourselves in shitty structure.
0: (laughs) Well, and, and, you know, another podcast worthy is our mindset around money. We were just talking about it. It was just, you know, and, and just how we structure our own financial wealth and, and, you know, and how we're motivated. So, you know, our structure, our motivation, like I know when i am got money in the bank, I'm not as motivated as I am when I don't have the money in the bank. Right. So it's like, oh, so I'm working from a space of lack right. and versus a space of love of having money. And I'm like, "Mm, how do I shift that? Like, there's a whole other structure that in my own personal life that I have to look at and examine because, you know, when I don't have the cash to eat out, I am very motivated to cook for myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yet if I have all the money in the world, fuck that, I'm ordering out. <laughs> it's like- right, right. Well, for ease, right? Like we like to build in ease and money brings us ease. And that's where we, you know, we like to to work from. But we make money easier if we're doing it with passion, right? So yep.
0: yeah, it's easier.
1: Like the people who who make really good money doing things that they love, it's not hard for them to make money because it's not hard for them to do what they do because yeah. they like it. you know, like, I don't, I mean, not that I make tons of money, but I love my job. So I don't mind doing it. I don't get up and be like, well, I got to work today. It makes me happy to be able to do that. That's a, like, that's a good feeling that I want everybody to have, you know, and that seems weird. People like, how am I going to do that? Trust me, there's a job out there that you would love, you know, (laughs) that you don't even know. I worked in purchasing for a homeless, company. And, and like, I loved that job. It was not counseling, but I loved that company. And I loved the people that I worked with. I did not mind being there, you know, and, and, you know, just, just little things like that. Like we, we have, we have a lot of structures around us that are put there and we just kind of accept that they exist and that we have to work around it. And, you know, my goal in life (laughs) is to just drop that seed in everybody's brain that says, well, what if I could create my own? What if, you know, or what if I could create happiness within this structure? You know, because maybe I do like some of it, but I'm just not, I'm not attached to it the right way. You know, um, seeing it that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, there's, there's so many structures in our
1: lives that we don't realize we've built. And, and I mean, school is one of them. Like I'm over it. I'm like, I, you know, when I really think about what that has done to us, you know, um, in terms of sitting down and not creating from a space of wonderment and, You know, just all that. I never really understood like alternative schools until I got older. And I was like, I do learn so much better in a nice (laughs) free-flowing like place. You know, it's hard. It's really hard to think of that structure as a good thing anymore. Once you start to open up your mind and you start to see the differences out there. You know, but again, we're the only ones that can do it. You know, and I'm like all about it. Let's challenge these systems, and it doesn't have to be a violent challenge. It doesn't have to be, you know, walkouts and all this kind of stuff. But you know, it really is just coming together as as a community, as a a humanity, and just seeing like how how do we make the things better for all of us? You know, and if we if I'm doing it and I hand that knowledge to somebody else and they do it, you know, the ripple effect keeps going. And absolutely it becomes a wave you know somebody somewhere there's a lot of companies that are that are that are starting to do the right thing like i said and that's good because you know what happens now you become a competitor yeah if i hear about that if you know if somebody's listening they may hear about the company and be like i want to work where amy works now the job that they have right now is in jeopardy of <laughs> losing that because they're like dude over here i'm going to be taken care of i want to go there And the more companies that do that, the more CEOs and, and, and business owners that can, that can create that, not only are they going to get better work done and make more, more money for time, it's going to change the whole structure of everything. Lots of people will follow suit because they'll have to. I think so too. God, I feel like I just want to be on a stage telling everybody that not that they're going to listen some of them, but there might be a few, <laughs> you know, like the CEO of Exxon doesn't care, but <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> attention, attention,
1: right. <laughs> but like I said, we hold, we do hold the power to all the structures that, that, are, that exist in our lives. And I guess that's kind of where we were going with starting even, you know, this podcast of just creating awareness of like, what's going on in your days, what's going on in your life that is, that was, that's put there. That's not really working for you anymore. And, and stepping into that space of, I can create different. I can, there can be structures that I create that are non-toxic that are, that are, that are helpful for me. Um, and that I'll just keep reevaluating because at some point they may not serve, but that awareness and really just understanding so that we can live more freely living freely doesn't mean living without structure always but it it has they, they go hand in hand you know if we like our structures we feel like we're living freely Great, right. and that's what matters right you amen say, you get up in the morning and you don't know what's for breakfast you're like i can have anything i want you may not choose anything you want, but it's that feeling, right? I feel so free. <laughs> yes. Trust me. Trust me. Little changes make a huge difference. Just, I
0: mean, just me deciding what I wanted to have for breakfast rather than forcing myself to eat the same thing every day was so freeing that I made good choices. Like, cause people do it because they're, they're, they're on restrictive ugh, dieting. They don't trust themselves. They don't, it's like, you have to eat this every morning because of this, this, and this, and you have to eat this every morning because of this, this, and this. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah, no, I am sorry. But I, you know, I didn't eat unhealthily. I ate what same thing, kind of the same caloric intake or whatever intake, not that I'm ever counting of, you know, because it's for the birds, but I I didn't eat horrible. I didn't go and eat cake for breakfast. And even if I did eat cake for breakfast, that was okay too because it's cake and it's whatever. <laughs> not about the I'm fucking ready. cake. Yeah,
1: it's not about the fucking cake.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! So you know, yeah, that's it's yeah. So many things, you know. It's not about the what. It is you do or how you do it. It's about what's behind it.
1: Yeah, why? Yeah, I mean, we say it all the time about everything, but it's the truth. I mean, we are not put on this earth to be little robots. We're put on this earth for whatever for for a why, and we all have it in our soul. But when we push it down and we ignore it and we and we allow structures to push it down, we feel it eventually. It's not sustainable forever. So you know, this is our way of you know, hopefully catching you before you get to burnout, you know, and catching you at a time where you can be responsive and not be reactive and just kind of go, you know what, what is working for me and what isn't working for me? You know, what kind of thing am I dragging myself through that I, I do have choice in changing in one way or another and, and start from there. Yeah. Yeah and see what happens see how
0: your world kind of gets a little bit brighter and it'll open up into bigger things and giving yourself the idea of choice yeah and you feed off of it
1: man i mean at this time last year i was getting ready to wind down i was just talking to my sister about this i was getting ready to wind down on my last contract And I had nothing, you know, on the on the I mean it's the middle of a freaking pandemic. I had nothing going and I was like, you're just gonna have to do this on your own, man. Like, yeah, it's you're being forced, right? Like this is not your choice. You're being forced. But then it it was really a gift to be able to go, cool. That means I get to create my own, you know, and 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 it's scary, yes, but when you know you have to do it.
0: When Those you're back
1: things. against the wall, it's a lot easier than going and putting yourself against the wall, right? Like if somebody pushes you there, you feel like fighting back. When you're just standing there, you lean. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're like, hey, this wall feels good. I'm gonna lean again. Right.
1: You just take a break and see what's up. But you know, I know it personally for me right now, I'm even I'm even being called to to change structure again in some way, you know, just because that routine and that, that way of thinking isn't working you know, the way that I'd like for it too, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to force it. Right. It doesn't mean I'm wrong. If I change my mind, it means I've learned more and I'm evolving, you know, and that, and let, let me be
0: clear for those of you who are like, yeah, but my structure saves my life. Yeah. It's, I get it. Structure is important for some of us. It is necessary for our survival. And I get that. And we're so not telling you not to have structure. Please, please, please don't think that. But we have to recognize when we're feeling like we're being punished by our structures or we feel the structures that we've created are putting us in a space where we're not okay. There's a time that our structures become too rigid And inflexible, and then they need to shift. But I get the need for structure. It's for me, the little structures I have in life have got me to this point, have helped me survive because I sometimes don't do well without them. If I don't know, I spiral, I panic, I go into anxiety, I don't know what's next. What do I do? Decision paralysis, all that shows up for me without structure. Mm -hmm. However, as I grow, As I evolve, I need certain structures less and less. I don't need them as rigid as they were because I'm not in crisis like I was. So understand that structures are important for many people and I advocate for that. And, but just be aware when you've shifted, you're beginning to heal. You're beginning to be like, you know what? I want something different for my life. This, I feel very restricted then reevaluate, either take down or change the structure, make it more flexible, whatever it is that you need to. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's just growing, right? Awareness and growing and not, and not feeling like everything is, has to be so solid and so rigid, you know, that, that we do have, we do have the ability to create what structures work best for us. And you're right. Like, I mean, I know I've sometimes been there too of like, girl, you have to do this because you're fucking off or, you know, like you're spiraling, like you said. And so you need to create something that you'll do every day so that, you know, you'll start to rebuild that mindset of like some, some kind of structure makes you feel safe. You have something to hold on to, and then you can build from there. Absolutely. But the goal being right. Like that we always have the structures that we've built. And then we're always looking at them. It's like when they go and inspect the bridge to make sure it's not going to collapse when the next car <laughs> rolls over it. Right. <laughs> like it's not, it's just checking it out. Like, does it still work? Cool. If it doesn't, how do I change this? So that we're wait, we're not waiting until crisis. We're not waiting until feeling like we're trapped. We're not waiting until we're being crushed by, you know, something that, that, feels overwhelming to change
0: yeah yeah love it yeah so we hope that helps you guys we hope that gives you some insight maybe a little bit of a freedom around your own structures and if you need help identifying where it's toxic or where you can be more flexible reach out to us you have our email address online and facebook instagram wherever you find us yeah we're all over the place. We are <laughs> so we love you and we hope you have an amazing week ahead and we will see you next week. Yes, love you. Thank you for joining us on Freud's Angels.
1: We are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us.
0: To continue the healing, connect with us on Instagram
1: at Freud's Angels and on Facebook at Freud's Angels. Please subscribe to the show so that we may help you continue your journey.
0: And remember to give us some love in the review section.
1: If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center.
0: And always remember you are loved. You are worthy. And the world needs your light.